0: Well, folks, uh, we'll go ahead and and get started. And uh, it's weird because there's a little bit of a delay. I can hear myself on a delay from downstairs where Joanne and the girls are gathering together. But I want to welcome you all to uh, Virtual Church uh, 1.0, 2.0. We did it a little bit last week on Facebook, but we're we're here on YouTube this week. Um, We'll see how this goes. I think this is a better option as more people are able to, to log in. You don't have to have a... A membership or uh, an account. And a lot of people don't want uh, necessarily to be on Facebook. Uh, but I want to welcome you. Uh, for those who don't know me, uh, and I, there may be some of you on here that don't, my name is Dennis, one of the pastors of Leduc Fellowship Church. And uh, this is a strange time that we are in. So we are glad to have you all uh, online this way that uh, we could do church. I, I did have a a little bit of a frantic moment a little bit ago thinking, what if uh, all the bandwidth across Canada and the U.S. goes down as every church is trying to stream live? So hopefully that doesn't happen to us, but uh, we're here together, and it's important that we are here together. So uh, real quick, uh, this may seem weird, but if you are uh, new with us, if you live in Laduke or anywhere else in the world and happen to be on here and you don't have a church that is your church um, I would encourage you to get plugged in somewhere. If you are somewhere not from Leduc, please find a church locally and get connected, uh, especially in seasons like this, as always. But in seasons like this, we need to be the church together. Um, if you're in the Leduc area and you want to get more plugged in with us and you're not on our, our database and you're not getting our information, you'd like to. I made up this fancy little thing here. It says text online. Just text that word online. No quotes to 587-418-4434. I'll leave that up for a moment. And that'll put you into a queue where we can contact you and just find out how we can help you, uh, how to get get you plugged in and find out what uh, we can do for you. So uh, I'm gonna leave that up just for another moment. Maybe I'll throw it up at the end as well. Um, But it is important that we are able to connect with you. So I'll throw that up at the end if you didn't get that or you can throw it in the Chat here, and hopefully Penny or Dustin can give you that number. Um, we come together to be the church scattered today. And uh, even though we would prefer to be together, um, this is an amazing opportunity that we have that we can still gather and still uh, come and hear the same thing at the same time. And I think that is uh, just truly important in this season So I want to just give you a couple of things that we are doing as a church to try to keep up with this, and then we're going to pray and get into God's Word and spend time in in prayer together today. Um, But uh, let me just tell you a few things that are going on. One is that the church staff is functioning. Um, We are working. We're doing the best we can to uh, connect virtually and to make sure that everybody's loved and cared for in this season. Hopefully, if you're in our system, you would have gotten an email either from me or Pastor Dustin this week just telling you that we're, we're here for you. Uh, but please reach out in any way you need to. Uh, the office hours and staff hours in the office will be intermittent at best in this season just based on how things are going and how people are feeling. So uh, please call, leave a message. We'll be checking voicemail regularly. We will also uh, be receiving our email constantly. So email, text, any of those ways to communicate with us are great options so please uh, just make sure you're aware of that uh, if you're going to come to the office for some reason you need to do something please make sure to call first to make sure somebody's there um, part of that is uh, around the idea of, of uh, some of the tools we'll be giving you this next week or so is the issue of, of giving I know some have been asking how are we going to give our tithe many of you give online many of you are a pre-authorized debit uh, many of you though give in the plate and give with paid on Sunday morning Uh, we'll be sending something out this week that'll explain all the different ways that you can give online. Uh, We don't want to make it about those things, but that is important that we continue to get those funds in to help the church exist as it needs to exist. So be ready for that this week. Um, One quick announcement. Uh, We uh, do, as many of you know, have an opening uh, coming up at the end of May uh, for our children's ministry director position and uh, resumes were to be due tomorrow by 4 p.m. We're going to extend that one week until uh, Monday, March 30th at 4 p.m. Just to give people more time uh, in this season to get that pulled together. If anybody is interested, reach out to Pastor Dustin or myself. We'll be glad to get you the job description. Uh, but you have an extra week for that. Just be aware of that. Um, this is going to be our plan until otherwise noted for uh church this is going to be what it looks like uh for the next few weeks at least uh don't know when that's going to end we will keep you informed of where to log in and all that um but continue to be a part of things like this because it, it's, uh, it's so important that we like i said are connecting around the same stuff at the same time um If you did not see, if you have children in the home, younger children especially, Hannah, our Director of Children's Ministry, has done an amazing job of creating a document for this week, and will do so for each week that we meet virtually. Has a little lesson and a couple of coloring sheets, some puzzles and things to work on for the kids. Uh, She's done an amazing job. The pictures, that she drew herself. So thank you, Hannah, for your artistic ability and all that you've done. You can go to our website, leducfellowship.org ca and go to either the grow page or go to the children's page and find that document each week there Uh, i do encourage you to go to that grow page as well as there are a number of bible study and prayer tools to um, aid you in the season uh, to make sure that you continue to grow uh, even though we can't gather together so check that out Uh, just a couple of other tools that will be coming down the, the, the pipe or pike whichever you prefer to say And one is uh, that tomorrow uh, we will be sending out uh, to all in our database a PDF version of a photo directory for our church. Um, That stuff is available online to you through the Hub, but many people are not sure how to get that information out. And we want to make sure that everybody can connect in this season. We want to make sure that uh, you uh, know who and how to reach out to everybody in our Leduc Fellowship community. Um, we encourage you to not only care for those in the LFC community, but care for those in your neighborhood, in your workplace, uh, reach out to those folks as well. But if you're not sure how to contact people in our church, we're going to send you that by a PDF tomorrow. You can print that up or just have it available. And I want to encourage you especially to look through that, um, that directory and think about people you haven't talked to in a while reach out to them and encourage them in this season and look especially for those names that don't have an email attached to them. That may be that they just haven't given us one, but in many cases, it means that they don't have email. They don't have internet access in the home. Some of our seniors are in that camp. And we want to make sure that we don't forget them in this season because they can't log in, some of them, to see this. We want to love them and care for them. So please make sure that you continue uh, just to to, to reach out to everybody. Uh, Don't just reach out to your closest friends. Maybe call somebody you haven't talked to in a while or somebody you don't even know and just tell them you're from Leduc Fellowship Church. You just want to love on them and care for them. So uh, make sure to do that. Um, Like I said, continue to love your neighbors as well and make sure that you're reaching out, especially to those in the vulnerable sector, and make sure that their needs are met in this season. Uh, Many of you have reached out to me and to Pastor Dustin and said, you know what, right now I can help. What can I do? We are creating a group, uh, Corona, nineteen, Corona, well, COVID-19 help group in the hub that will be putting names in of people that want to help. And when a need arises, we will send out a need. And if you can help with that, just click the I got it uh, little box and we'll know who's gotten that taken care of. We'll put information so you can connect with each other. Uh, but in this season, we need to make sure that we're looking out for each other. So uh, be aware of that. If you want to be a part of that, you can email Pastor Dustin, Penny, or myself, and we'll make sure that you get it in that group. Um, in this time, you know, like I said, just make some calls. Don't just text people. People need to hear each other's voice. Uh, just a few minutes on the, the phone with uh, somebody who feels isolated makes a huge difference. So please make sure that you're doing that. Um just go down my list here to make sure I get everything. Um, We are going to be trying to find some other virtual ways of connecting. Just even as we were worshiping today, I just realized we could do a couple of playlists a week just for worship times and and just allow you to to have those moments of worship. You can find those things, but there's something valuable to know that we're listening to those same songs and possibly at the same time. Uh, We're going to be creating some uh, zoom uh, meetings for those who would like to connect face to face through the internet and just chat. Uh, I think I'm going to do one this week on just how to adjust to the new normal of life in, in isolation, how to control the things you can control and how to not worry about the things that you can't control and how to set up routine in your life. So I think that would be a challenging one for all of us. So we'll send you that information as time comes. Um, and we're thinking about maybe having a chance for parents of children, And youth can come on and just share ideas of what they're doing. Uh, Hannah and and Rudy, I'll be working with them on that to connect with parents just to to share ideas, just to say, here's something that is working for us. Here's something that we're doing. And I think that would be greatly uh, appreciated and important for many with families. Um, There are many creative opportunities to us, even in the time of social distancing. So um, just be aware of those things. I could go on forever about things we're trying to do and things we are doing and things that are out there, but that's just a few that I think are most important for today. So I want to pray for us real quick as we get started, and I just want to get into God's Word today with you and give us a challenge of hope in a season where it's maybe hard to find for some. So let's pray together. Father, I come before you today, and Lord, there are so many things. Uh, to be in prayer for, and so many things that even in this time we can be thankful for. Lord, I thank you um, for the fact that you are a sovereign Lord, our God, our Savior, our sustainer, uh, our creator, our keeper, our friend, and our refuge. And that, Father, even in a season that is so topsy-turvy for so many, and Lord, for a, a season of life where it is not normal for any of us, We come before you, and we give our lives to you, and we ask uh, just very simply that you would hold us in your arms, that you would help us to know that you're in charge. Lord, I pray for our students and our our teachers and our administrators in our schools who have had the toughest week, Lord, that they've ever had. Lord, I pray for our many churches across our community and across our world that are trying to figure out how to do uh, church together even though we're isolated and uh, keeping our distance Lord uh, we pray for our workers who are unemployed, underemployed or facing layoffs Lord it's just it's beyond belief right now what is happening so we pray peace for all those groups and all those people. Father, we pray, Lord, even in in the downturn of our economy here in Alberta, Lord, this just seems to be the perfect storm where everything is coming together, and yet we must hold hope in the fact that you are still in charge. Lord, a grander earth has shaken before as we listen to today, and that, Father, you will rise as you have always done to the occasion, and we will look to you. And bring our hope to you. And Father, we thank you that our faith stands in you alone in a season like this. So for my brothers and sisters uh, here with me online today, and for those who can't be with us today, and for those across uh, Canada, the U.S., and our world, Lord, that is shaken by this virus, we would pray that there would be peace and hope. And Father, we would pray that there would be open eyes to you and to what you are doing and will continue to do in this time. So, Lord, we come before you, not knowing what to say, but we come before you and just give it to you. We ask your hand upon all these things. And, Father, we pray that you would lift our hearts and our spirits in Christ Jesus, even in this moment as we spend time together. And we ask that in Christ's name. Amen. Well thanks for praying with me, and uh, I can't see you, but you can see me. I just feel like for those older in the room or in this YouTube space that can remember romper room of the teacher looking through that empty mirror and saying all the names that people she sees, that's what I feel like going down this list of names um, just listed over here in the chat. But as we come together, I, I want to bring us uh, a message of, of of strength and hope today. This is unprecedented time for all of us. Now, some of you out there are saying, you know, this is not a big deal. We'll get through this. And others of you are, are really just finding it a, a hard thing. You're finding it a very anxious moment. Uh, for both ends, I, 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 I say, you know, hang in there. Let's work together. For those of you who have hope, share it with those who are struggling to find it. And for those who are struggling to find it, reach out for those who, who, who just have that sense that everything's going to be okay. Anxiety and fear is contagious, but so is hope and encouragement. So let's go there. Um, As I thought about today, I I thought about where should I do this from? And we thought about doing it from the church, empty room. Um, We thought about doing live worship and singing to nobody, but you guys hearing it out there. And we may go that way if this continues on. But for today, I thought if you're going to be in your homes, I'm going to be in my home. And this is my office here at home. Uh, my wife and family were downstairs. They worshiped. I worshiped with them early and then came upstairs and worshiped by myself here just to prepare my heart. But as we come today, it's important that we just really gather around the same thought. Uh, last week, I said to you, I don't know what's coming. And I was amazed how quickly the changes came by Monday even, or by Sunday evening to hear that the schools were closing. And uh by Monday or Tuesday to hear that gatherings were down to 50 people or less, including funerals and weddings. And I know that is causing hardship for some of you who are getting ready to get married and some of those who have had to bury uh, their loved ones this last week. Think of the Glessman family and that, that they had to choose to not honor Lawrence's life the way they wanted to. But hopefully there'll come a time when they can do that. But I was drawn to a passage of scripture that I want to share with you today that I had planned on sharing on Easter Sunday. But I felt it was important that I share it today. This is found in Matthew chapter 8, starting in verse 23. May seem a fitting passage for a season that we're in. But I'll tell you why I find it so important. Let me read it to you. This is the story of Jesus calming the storm. Then he got into the boat, and his disciples followed him. Suddenly, a furious storm came up on the lake, so that the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Lord, save us. Why are you where we are? I'm sorry. Lord, save us. We're going to drown. He replied, You of little faith. Why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, "What kind of man is this? Even the winds and waves obey him." I even thought, think of that song. It is well that we listen to in the playlist that even the winds and waves know his name. Well, this is an amazing passage as. Jesus has been doing great teaching and, and there's a lot of people following him and there's just these huge crowds coming to him and he gets in his boat to go out with his apostles and they get in that boat and it says, suddenly a furious storm came up on the lake. Now it's interesting as, as Matthew writes, you know, he had a lot of words available to him for this idea of a storm coming up and he, you know, it says here in the NIV version, suddenly a furious storm Came up on the lake, and that the wave swept over the boat. Now I'm sure Matthew, as he wrote this account of this moment, maybe pulled out his Greek thesaurus and tried to find the right words. And could have been a, a, a word of, of of torrent or a, a a squall. He could have could have said it this was a gully washer that came up, um, but this word that he picked for this furious storm is a word that when I say it in the Greek, you'll understand it in English. It's seismos, S-E-I-S-M-O-S is the English version of that. It's the word that we get seismic from, seismology. It's the study of earthquakes. And it's the sound that he speaks to in this, that there was such a, a sound of an earthquake that is coming as this storm so suddenly kicks in. I've shared the story before to our church, Uh, the time uh, 26 years ago, uh, just about this time, maybe 27 years ago now, uh, 1993, Joanne was pregnant with Hannah, and we were uh, sleeping in on spring break in our house in Hillsborough, Oregon, and in that moment of 5.37 in the morning, a 6.2 earthquake uh, shook our house, and I'll never forget the sound of that earthquake shaking the ground outside, not realizing how widespread it was. I was thinking it only hit our little neighborhood. I thought at first maybe a a truck had hit our house, but no, it was an earthquake. It was loud. That sound was deafening. I don't think it's haphazard that Matthew chose to use the word seismos in this moment. And only two other times in his gospel did Matthew choose to use that word, and I want to read to you those two passages where it happened. The next time he uses it comes in uh, Matthew chapter 27, starting in verse 45. He says, from noon until three in the afternoon, darkness came over all the land. And this is the crucifixion. About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rocks split, and the tombs broke open. The bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. In verse 51, again, it says, At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom because there was a great seismic, an earthquake. The next version of that word, the next use of that word is found in chapter 28, verse one, after the Sabbath at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, a great seismic. For an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like a light shining and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, do not be afraid. For I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen just as he said. It's interesting that the three uses of the word seismos in Matthew's gospel are for the moment on the cross where he cries out and where he has conquered sin on all of our behalf. And then the moment when he rises from the dead in the resurrection, conquering sin and death now, on our behalf. So these are huge moments. That when Matthew speaks. of seismos moments. When he speaks of earthquakes. He speaks of God working in a mighty way. He speaks of God doing mighty things. Even in back in chapter 8 of Matthew. When this earthquake is. Sound of, of the storm is there. Even in that moment. Jesus is about great work. He takes care of our sins on the cross. He rises from dead to take care of sin that we could live eternal or death that we could live eternally. But even before that, he, in that moment of that earthquake, he calms the thing that is shaking everything. And he brings hope back to the people who were so scared. So in that moment when he's asleep, they find him, they wake him, and they say, you know, why are you sleeping? We're going to drown here. And he replies, you have little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up, rebuked the winds and waves, and it was completely calm. It's important that we understand that in moments like this, moments like we've been facing, it's not the absence of storms that make our life easy and sets us apart as even believers in Christ, but it's who we find in the storm. And I hope for all of us in this season of unknowingness, the season of fear and anxiety, this moment of just waiting to see that we can understand that even as we hear that roar, that earthquake of, of all the things that are making the perfect storm in our, in our backyard here, Jesus is the thing, the one, the person who has power over those things that he brings peace amongst the earthquake against the great seismos that is hitting us. I want to encourage all of us that if you're feeling weak or anxious, if you're feeling scared, you're not alone. Um, and you're not, you're not a lesser Christian. You're not weak. You're afraid. And some of you are out there saying, there's nothing to be afraid of. And I love people like that. But I, you know what? I have to confess myself that this week I have felt anxious. Like I can't remember feeling anxious before. A lot of ways, just worrying about our economy, worrying about what's going to happen to all of us here in Alberta and across the world, worrying about the health of those I love and care for. Um, I've had some down moments this week. I've been as low as I think I've been in a long time. And I appreciate those who have encouraged me, those who have come to my office and sat with me, those who have come alongside me, those who have sent me encouraging messages. But it's okay that we have those concerns and fears. It's even okay that we have that anxiety. The question is, how do we manage that anxiety? How do we manage it and not mismanage it? And it's important that we understand that we must go to the one who has the ability to calm the earthquake in these moments. It's been great for me to prepare for today, to dive into God's Word, to to study the, the Psalms, and to just read those daily to myself and, and to others, and just to be reminded of the fact that God hasn't left us in this. He's there, and He'll take care of us. The first song in the playlist, if you listen to the playlist, is the song, it's been kind of my theme song for the last few months of my life, and man, it's come in handy this week. Yes, I Will, by Vertical Worship. I just want to read you the first two little stanzas there. I count on one thing, the same God who never fails will not fail me now. You won't fail me now in the waiting. The same God who's never late is working all things out. You're working all things out. We've got to trust in these things, folks. We've got to hang together. We've got to just stand strong in these moments and I know it's hard. As I admitted, it's hard for me. Last couple days, I found more hope and encouragement and just in the fact that Christ is with me in this, and he's with all of us. But we have to stand shoulder to shoulder. We have to sa- stand together to get through this. So let's not lose sight of each other, even though we can't be in each other's presence in the same way. Um, Joanne and the girls and I went for a walk around the lake last afternoon, yesterday afternoon around Telford Lake. And it was encouraging to see so many people we knew out there, even though we were keeping our distance to talk to numerous people from the church and numerous people from the community. Um, And even though we're isolating and we're keeping that social distance, we can go outside. We've had great talks with some of our neighbors in the streets, just as we're walking and they're walking to get that exercise. Don't lose track of that human connection because we trust first and foremost in Christ but we have to stand together because he has not left us alone to do this by ourselves. He's given us the church. He's given us each other. And for those in your family, those in your friendship list, those in your work circles and school circles who don't know Christ, encourage them in this season. Look for open doors just to share hope, not to shove the gospel down their throat, not to make them commit to something that they're not ready to commit to, but love them and walk with them, and encourage them. In our closing today, I just want us to walk through a little time of of meditated prayer and guided prayer. I want to read to you from Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 to 9. I'm just going to read it first, and then I'm going to walk us through a few steps of just praying. And I encourage you as we walk this through that you um, speak to Um, speak out loud if you need to in your home with your, whether you're alone or with family, or if you want to just do that internally, you're welcome to do that. But I encourage you to to be vulnerable if you need to. So let me read this and then I'll walk us through a guided prayer time that we can do this together. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or pleasing, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. As we come to our time of prayer, This starts by saying, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. In this next couple moments, just either out loud or in your own heart, just speak those things that you can rejoice in, even in this time. Let's pray those things of rejoicing. Lord, even in these moments of strange feelings and feeling out of control, Lord, there are still so many things to rejoice in. I thank you for just the people that have joined us today, and I thank you for the many ways I've seen people reaching out and caring in our community, and I pray that this will be the new norm, Father, that we would understand community even better than we did before, And Father, I know that in the future we will stand together again in our sanctuary and in sanctuaries across our world to stand arm in arm, literally, as we praise you. But for now, I thank you that we can still meet and gather and worship together and we can still be an encouragement to one another. So thank you for the things that we can rejoice in. The passage goes on and says, do not be anxious about anything But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. In this moment, I just want us to confess the things that we are anxious about. The things that are fearful to us. After it says, do not be anxious, it says, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. In this moment, just in the quiet of your, each in your own heart, just lift those needs and those requests up to our Lord at this time. This time, I'm going to ask that we take a posture of, of receiving. And we've done this before where we put our palms upward. Um, you know, may lift your hands, however you want to do it, but just a posture of receiving. Because verse 7 says, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And even this moment, I just want us all just to just take a deep breath and just receive that peace that God so willingly and abundantly wants to give us. So just take that deep breath, just calm your heart and receive that peace that he desires us to have. It goes on in verse 8, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure and whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. This moment, I just want you to think about what do you need to focus on rather than your fears or your anxieties that you may have What are the good things that you need to put your focus on? Just dwell on that for for a few moments. This passage then closes with whatever you have learned or received or heard from me. And this is Paul talking about his teaching or seen in me talking about his lifestyle. Put it into practice. And then he ends again with, and the God of peace, lift up your hands to receive again. And the God of peace will be with you. Once again, accept that peace that he desires to give you. Father as we come to the end of our little bit of time here together. I just want to say thank you for the chance to gather. And Lord, I've felt the power of your presence this morning just one-on-one, but I also feel the power of your presence through the presence of my brothers and sisters online. And Lord, I know there are others who are not able to be on but are still worshiping you this morning. And Father, I've felt a a renewed sense of your presence across our world in in this struggle of a time. Lord, I I thank you for the many ways that my brothers and sisters in, in Christ's service have reached out to each other to encourage and to resource and to just pray for one another as we strive to figure out how to lead in a time like this. I thank you for our Leduc Fellowship community. I thank you for our greater Leduc community and our district. And I thank you for, Lord, our country of Canada, our our province of Alberta. I thank you for the world that we live in. And Father, uh, I would say that this has to be a wake-up call for many of us, just to know and to love and to, to embrace you more, but to know how to love and embrace each other more as well. So, Father, we come before you as your dearly loved children. And we ask that this time would come with the benediction of your peace upon us. And that we would walk through this season, not with our heads down and not with our our hair messy, but that, Lord, we would clean ourselves up and walk in faith. And that we would walk not as the world walks, but that we would walk as those who know the source of our hope. So for each person listening today, Lord, I thank you and ask that you would strengthen each one of us in the days and weeks and months to come, not just because of the COVID virus, but because of the need to love our world all the better. Help us to be your hands and feet, to be your mouth and to be, Lord, every aspect of who you are in a very physical and tangible way as we seek to love those around us. So Father, even as we end this time today, might we reach out to those we love most and those we haven't talked to a lot lately and to those we've never even met, but just reach out to be an encouragement to them. So we come to the end of this time, but we thank you for the fact that we continue to walk together. We ask that you bless this time and bless the fruit of this season and that you would bring us peace in these moments. We ask that very sincerely and wholeheartedly in the name and the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, everybody, thanks for, for joining me. Um, it's amazing how we can come together in this time. It's amazing just how we can connect, even though we can't see each other. i just Trying not to look at the list of things over on their their chat list here, but I I thank you for those comments as well. I hope I can watch them afterwards. Uh, Once again, I just want to remind you to reach out, love each other. Um, For those who are new and want to get connected, remember to text the word online to 587-418-4434 or call the church office. We'll connect with you and get you connected. But we just want to say thank you for gathering together. And we just want to say thank you uh, for all that you're doing. Let's continue to reach out and care for each other. Let's stay healthy and let's be community like we've never been before. So in that, I just give you the peace of Christ and ask that you go with that in his name. Amen. Have a great week, everybody. See you again soon.